Moss Show. I'm glad you're tuned in. And I'm glad I have back for the second time, Dr. Lanice Reynolds. You may remember having her on a few weeks ago, and I'm glad she's back. We talked about unapologetically prophetic, and we're going to continue along those lines. Before I bring her into the conversation, I want to share her bio with you. We didn't share that last time. She talked about her upbringing. She talked about being in the ministry, but I didn't share the bio, and it's so rich. I want you to check it out. So here it is. Lanice Reynolds functions in the office of the Apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ under Chief Apostles Joseph Prude and Sandra Prude of New Hope Fellowship Church and the Congress of Apostolic and Prophetic Ministries in Cleveland, Ohio. Apostle Lanice also serves on the board of Fire and Hammer International Training Center with Chief Apostles Emery and Leslie Collier. Apostle Lanice holds a doctorate degree in educational administration from Tennessee State University, along with a master's degree and an undergraduate degree from Florida A&M University and Norfolk State University, respectively. In the year 2019, Apostle Lanice established the Iron Tribe Network of Apostolic and Prophetic Ministries, which equips emerging apostles and prophets in the United States, as well as the nations of the Netherlands, Trinidad, Africa, and Curaçao. Furthermore, Apostle Anise has pioneered the Global Council of Apostolic and Prophetic Women, which trains and encourages women from all around the world to fully embrace their callings in Christ Jesus by being unapologetically female apostles and prophets in this hour. Apostle Anise Reynolds is the author of eight books and co-author of five other books. Apostle Anise has ministered the gospel in over 100 different venues in the United States and Ghana, West Africa. Apostle Anise pastors a church along with her husband, Christopher Reynolds, the overseer of the Iron Tribe Church in Lorraine, Ohio. Wow, that's quite a bio. And now let's bring in Dr. Lanice Reynolds. So, Dr. Lanice Reynolds, welcome back for the second time to the Adrian Ross Show. I am so excited. We had so much fun, Adrian. Yes. Oh my goodness, yes. I love your show, and um, I want to encourage those who are watching to keep watching. Yes, we do. It was it was fun. I, I'm expecting that this is going to be even better. Okay, we had to, we had to wait a few a few weeks to get you back. Well, we got you back, and I'm glad. I know your schedule is off the chain, <laughs> as you would say, right? So the audience just heard your bio. That's quite a resume. Do you ever look at it and go, wait, who are they talking about? Who did all that? You, you know, it's funny. I need to go back and look at my bio more. I don't. I don't do that. You know, I, um, I might need to do that, Adrian. That's a good idea. You know, yeah. I'm really thankful to God um, because it's just the grace of God. There's a lot of phenomenal people out there. So I'm just thankful to God, you know, saw fit to choose me um, to allow me to be able to do those things. Yeah, well, you might have forgotten, but it, there's a whole lot on that resume. And it reminds me, actually, I recently created a video. I wanted to remind myself of the goodness of God in my life. Wow. And I created this video from my taught so when I was a toddler on through it all the different had all these different video clips and pictures in it and I'm like man Lord you enable me to do all that like you don't really realize it other people were looking and we're going wow that's amazing so yeah it is the grace of God and, and I'm grateful again that you're that you're back let's just recap last time 
The last time you were here, uh, Dr. Lanise, it was, we were talking about unapologetically prophetic, unapologetically prophetic. And so I had you talk about your upbringing, how you got all in with the Lord. Cause you know, you said at one time you were kind of half saved, you know, <laughs> but you talked about how you got all in with the Lord. You talked to us about how you had a PhD in singleness, you know, you were 46 when you got married. So you took us through that journey, which was very interesting. And I think is a lesson to, to many people who are looking to be married. There's a model there that, that, um, so if you didn't listen, guys, if you have not checked out the first episode, please go back to part one. There's so much in there that you don't want to miss. And, uh, and then you talked about obviously getting married, being in the ministry. And, um, I asked you, you know, how the Lord communicates to you and you took us through that and even even dropped the prophetic word so you told us that when you came back you would be able to talk more about the prophetic you know because you said to the audience you said some of you are apostolic and don't know it some of you are prophetic and don't know it so so dr elise i want to pick up right there what do you mean by that and and, and today i'm going to just let you go and talk to us a lot about the prophetic that is so good. You know, to be honest with you, you know, the scripture, it says clearly that we all may prophesy, you know, mm -hmm. and so God's given us a grace, you know, when Jesus died for redemption of, uh, you know, of sins, it wasn't just for redemption of sins. We should have all of what the world offers, offers us to do. There's gifts of healing. God wants us to begin to, you know, even, um, you know, move and demonstration by getting people healed. Everything that's inside of, of the, of the Lord Jesus it's inside of us too. And he said even uh -huh. greater works we would do. So uh, it's really hard for the body of Christ to catch that by revelation a lot of times. And so trying to get people to see that like, there's not these, now I do know there's some people that walk in the office of the prophet and I can really extrapolate on that probably at a later, later date. But what I really want to hone in on is to really let everybody know that we can live and act supernatural. God's uh -huh everything that's inside of him is inside of us. So let me just go on a journey a little bit. I'm glad you asked that question because that, that really goes right into what it is that I would like to teach on today in a little bit, just to kind of talk to you about, because we have this ability to inside of us as a born again believer, we have the ability to do exactly what Jesus did. Okay. And um, Jesus, the book, if you read the Bible, it's all, it's prophetic. It was written by revelation. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's so hard for people to catch that, but listen, we have the ability to live and act supernatural. If you look at the scripture and second Peter chapter one, verses three through four, let me read it. Second Peter chapter one, verses three through four. It says, according as his divine power has given unto us all things to pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that have called us to glory and virtue mm -hmm. whereby are given unto us an exceedingly great and precious promise mm -hmm. that by these ye may be partakers of his divine nature having wow. escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust so the word nature here in this particular scripture in second peter chapter one verses three when you look at that, the word nature here, Adrian, it's a Greek word that means lineal descent. So keep uh -huh. in mind that you are, we, you and I, and all those who are listening, we are descendant of God. And the old Adamic nature is now replaced with the spirit, the nature of God. So yeah. now the old nature must learn to serve our younger nature. 
And now you are you and I are new creatures in Christ. Because of this, it is now normal for us to live and act supernatural. All right. It should yeah. be normal. It should be abnormal. You see what I'm saying? So this yeah. is how we get to behave and act like our father. Therefore, yeah. our spirit is no longer disabled because we're born again. So you have a disabled spirit when you're not born again. But once you're born again, you have a regenerated spirit. That means the spirit of God becomes alive inside of you because we are spirit beings, whether it's for the good or for it's bad, all right? So what does it mean to act supernatural? It simply means to practice acting like God. Yeah. When we prophesy, we get to act like God, Adrian, because we are using our spirit to move supernaturally like God. Second mm-hmm. Corinthians chapter three, verse six says, who also have made us able ministers of the new Testament, not of the letter, but of the spirit for the letter killeth, but yeah. the spirit, it giveth life. So you and I know the sad thing is that religion, it seeks to take the restored spirit and soul of a man and disable it by religious bondage, such as fear and doubt, worry, unbelief. Keep in mind that the religious spirits keep so many saints in bondage. As a result, there are many prophetic people who are stuck in non-prophetic churches who don't even believe in a prophetic, um, Adrian, all right? I know some people that go to churches that call prophetic churches, but they don't even prophesy, all right? So by the way, if you are prophetic and you're watching, and you're in a non-prophetic church, a church that don't believe in a prophetic, I want you to keep in mind that the apostles, guys, and the prophets, according to the scriptures in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 20, they're the ones that built the church, guys. So why do we fight the prophets, and why do we fight the apostles when the foundation of 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 the church is built on the apostolic and on the prophetic, all right? So one of the greatest challenges for me, Adrian, and um, for myself and many other prophetic people, all right? And people like myself, I'm a prophetic trainer. I train in a prophetic. It's having to detox, Adrian, people from their old misinformation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, all right? and then trying to get them like to get out of that religious traditional stuff that keeps them in bondage, all right? So as a leader, a pastor, apostle, all right? A lot of times we have to disable, all right? Their old nature, their old spirit. You got to unlearn. You got to unlearn stuff. Yeah. Unlearn to learn again. And this don't happen overnight because it's got years. Most times people been in this bonded stuff for so many years. All right. So, so, I mean, so you must do so, you know, you must, you must do so by a combination of teaching. You got to, you know, un- teach unteach all this unlearned behavior you know you got to teach you got to do trainings you got to do activation so in essence you have to unteach like you said adrian all right that that they have already been taught and this can be such a challenge so the traditional system has not understood the foundational basics of what born again means let me explain that to everybody Uh let's go to chapter let's go to john chapter three verses two and three, John chapter three, verses two and three. All right. And it says the same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher, a teacher to come from God for no man can do these miracles than thou does, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto them, verily, verily, I say unto thee, except the man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Guys who, you guys who are watching, hear that, except you be born again, you can't see the kingdom of God. The Greek word here for born is the word genosis, genosis, is G-E-N-N-A-N-O, 
from which we get the word genetics. Come on, hear this in the spirit, guys. Come on now. Come on. Therefore, you are born again. Listen, when you are born again, your spirit, listen, your spiritual genetics change. Come on, somebody. Yeah. You become yeah. a partaker of the divine nature of God. So we are to practice acting like God. According right. to First Peter chapter 4 and 7 through 8, let me read it this way. It says, but having nothing to do with irrelevant and silly myths, rather train yourself in godliness. For the training of God has a has 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 a limited belief, but godliness is beneficial in every way since it holds promises for the present life and also the life to come. Oh so this God. is where spiritual exercise comes in, Adrian. Right. So to keep yourself in the prophetic, prophetically stirred, prophetically trained. All right, you got to do a couple other things too. All right, some ways to get stronger in the prophetic. Number one. You take prophetic trainings. All right. I've been taking, listen, I, I remember the church I go to now under my apostle, apostle uh, Joseph Prude, chief apostle Joseph Prude. I remember when I first came there in 2016, he said, listen, I want you to teach my level one school of the prophets. And I said, listen, apostle, I don't want to do it. He said, Lenice, you come train. I said, no, I would really like to sit and learn again. Yes, and I did that because when you go to a new place, you need to learn a culture, you need to learn a climate. And also, to be honest with you, I went three years of their training. And when I did it, it took the prophetic grace on my life to another level. So mm -hmm. it's important for us to submit our gift. I submitted my gift. I didn't come in like I'm the big shot. I've been prophesying for over 20 years by that time. And I've been training in the prophetic, but I actually went to another level because listen, what I knew was good. It was accurate but there's a higher level and yeah. even information that I learned, I needed to be sharpened because I still have to study like crazy. I don't remember everything I study. My I got to get refreshed. I got to study. So number one, go get some training guys. All right. Number two, be intentional. All right. Yeah. And prophesy every day. I know this is strange for some people, but for me personally, I prophesy every day. That's how I got sharper in the prophetic. Some years ago, they used to have a, um, a platform, Adrian. I don't know if you're familiar with it. It was called Clubhouse. Mm -hmm. yeah. And on okay, and on Clubhouse, I did this thing called Prophetic Friday Night with Prophetic Stirring. And I would jump on there and I would just open up my phone and I just start prophesying. I'd do a teaching and I just start prophesying. And I'm telling you, I was a little nervous to do it. So yeah. the leaders that I set, set up under under that time, I ran it past them. This is like in 2015. And um I said, what do you guys think about this? I said, I'm thinking about doing this idea because the church I was going to, they did believe in a prophetic, but they didn't like embrace it. So I, there was like a big piece of me that was just dry and missing because this is who I am. The prophetic's in my DNA. And um, they said, Lanice, you need to start doing more social media things. And I'm, I was like, no, nah, I don't care about social media all like that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, you know, I just didn't want to be all, you know, so God had to really work with me and help me get past that part of my life, Adrian. So anyway, he did. And once I got on there and started doing a few little uh, periscopes, I said, man, this is, this is kind of cool. Like, I felt like I was getting myself built back up because I was like operating then and, you know, and what I love doing. And so I kept doing these periscopes and, um, I called my my spiritual father. He's still my spiritual father. I have, you know, we got a couple. You, I, me and you yes. share another one. Hi, dad, trees, mom, trees. Yes, yes. Um, Love them. So, yes. And, um, and hi, Pastor Zach and your wife. Yes, yes. yes. And, um, and I remember um, talking to dad, Carter said, listen, I, I feel like I need to prophesy. He said, Anisha, you need to start jumping on prophesying. 
I said, but dad, there's these little egg faces. I could barely see them on there or you're on your phone using this stuff. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. I, said, I don't want people to think I'm a psychic because it's like, they're mm. not going to trust that I can prophesy without seeing them. And he mm. said, daughter, you're using your spirit. This goes along with what I'm talking about right now. You see mm. what I'm saying? I don't have to be physically in somebody's present to be able, I don't have to see them. Now it makes it easier because I can begin to discern, you know, more so what's going on. It's harder now. I had to really stretch my faith because I'm like, Lord. And I was like, dad, I don't know if I want to do this. I don't want these people to think I'm a psychic. Now you could see some of the faces, like 85% of the faces you can see. they little faces though. Right. But I exercise my spirit to be able to give a word. And that was very challenging, but I got so sharp doing that because I did it every Friday. And I, I mean, there'll be one time there was over 4,000 something people. And obviously I couldn't prophesy to all that, those people, but I did prophesy to a little over a hundred people. And I just gave them all a quick word, you know, as fast as I could go, but I would do this. And I just kept getting sharper and people were inboxing me, emailing me like crazy. Oh my God, how'd you notice? Did you know? And I was like, I use my spirit. You see what I'm saying? The spirit of God is upon me. That Christ lives inside of me. The hope of his glory is inside of me. He put, listen, I am a spirit being. So I'm using my regenerated born again spirit to be able to hear from God, to be able to prophesy to people, even when I didn't even, I didn't, they weren't in my physical presence. And I didn't even understand it myself until I started seeing it in scripture. Once I see it in scripture, I'm good to go, Adrian. You know what I mean? And well, so- you know what? What I'm starting to cut you off, but what I'm hearing from you is like, it, it, it shouldn't be some big, rare, spooky thing that it should flow because we're connected to the spirit and the father. You That's hit it like foreign to a lot of people. That and see what's happened. I can do another teaching and training one day. You just let me know on prophetic yeah. conduct. One of the things that's happened in the body of Christ, what ha- you got people who are really not trained. I do recommend everybody get training in the prophetic because what happens, you get people who are not uh, trained, Adrian, and they get out here and they make a shipwreck over a lot of different things. Like they, there's a, there's a, there is a skill set. We got to get training for everything. When you go to college, you get training to be able to move into your profession. When we go to um, do a vocation, we got to get training. We can be trained in the prophetic to know how to flow, how to use precision, how to use wisdom, what to say, what not to say, what to hold some things. Sometimes the Lord, uh, one of the times when I was prophesying, when I first started prophesying, I remember prophesying to this, this girl, this woman of God, and I discerned some stuff was going on in her marriage. And I was young and gullible, didn't know, you know, and I was like, you know, and God, when I was speaking and it was like, I heard the Lord say, and the Lord was like, yeah, I want you to say, I want you to take this in prayer. This ain't something you need to say. You see what I'm saying? Right. But I was young and I was like, I know I'm hearing this right, God. You know, I think I'm, I, I feel like this is what, and I spoke, I said, yeah, you have an issues in your marriage. And God says, he's going to come and heal your marriage. And um, God's going to, I just, I don't know. I just was flowing and saying some things. And I'm going to tell you something. I found out she was having issues in her marriage. All right. Because I was a little nervous. Like, and the reason why I found out, because I'm not one of them nosy people. I really, I got too much life going on. I don't be knowing what's going on with people. Not less, you know, I pray about it. God show me or they tell me. And, um, but this girl like stopped speaking to me like crazy afterwards. And so I ran it past, you know, 
um, my covering at that time. And they were like, yeah, there are some things going. I was like, but that, you know, that probably would have been something you didn't need to prophesy that to her. So there's some things you learn. That's why I'm saying training is important. I recommend people to go get as much training as possible because everybody can prophesy, Adrian. But what happens is we have people, you know, who have no training. They have no covering. They're not accountable to nobody. And they go out and start prophesying. Then you got people who's prophesying for money. They just, they'll give a word. And if somebody give them money, those are prophets that mess it up for people like myself, who's just really trying to obey God. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But that's a good that's a good yeah it, it's it's prophecies for everybody everybody that's social you know as i said last week last time we met not last week is that paul grew by desire he kept yes. going and god will meet you you know he didn't just step into the office of the prophet he kept hanging out with the right people staying connected to the word of god and he began to grow by desire he made some radical changes and he began to grow so so yeah, that is a very good, good, good call. But interrupt me anytime you oh, want. So, yeah, I, I, you know what I find concerning is that there is a certain mindset you run into sometimes where if you truly desire to prophesy, yeah. that it's sort of like you are just, you're out of line to, to desire that. But the scripture says that we should desire that we would prophesy. There's nothing wrong with a right heart of truly desiring the gifts of the spirit, right? And let me tell you something. The scripture talks about, it talks about to follow the way of love. That's first Corinthians chapter 14, verse one. It says, follow the way of love. It says, and desire spiritual gifts, especially to prophesy. So when somebody say that to you, say, let me take you to the word on that. I, I encourage people that I love being around the prophetic people. I love to be around people that love to prophesy because they get me stirred up and they don't make it, it don't make it. It's not all on me. Cause a lot of times what happens when I go in settings, people looking at me like, they want me to prophesy. I like taking prophetic teams with me. You know, even you study over in the scriptures, you know, you can see where there was a company of prophets. They hung out together and they went in and they prophesied together. That's called the prophetic presbytery. And actually at my conference, we're going to have the prophetic presbytery where everybody's going to get a prophetic word. You know what I mean? Because I'm not, I don't, I can't prophesy. To, I can, but we'll be there forever. You know what I mean? Right. And so, so yeah, I mean, yeah, that the scripture is clear. As a matter of fact, if you look at Acts chapter 15, verse 32, it says in Judah, and solace and it says in being prophets themselves they exhorted the brethren with many words that means they prophesied you see what i'm saying yeah. so there's so many scriptures to validate why we need to prophesy even if you look at king david when he says i encourage myself in the lord daily he was prophesying to himself he was encouraging the bible talks about edification exhortation and comforts i think that's first corinthians 14 chapter 3 that's what prophecies for to edify to you know to bring comfort you know what i mean so and to bring encouragement so i encourage everybody man if you want to learn how to prophesy um listen find a good prophetic school talk to adrian you could you know she'll connect you with me i can train you prophesying is so important in the body of Christ. People need encouragement in this hour. Yes, they do. Well, let, yes. let me ask you this, and this, this might be touchy. Yeah. But I'm going to ask, because there are people who believe everything you, you say, you're saying right now. Mm -hmm. they, 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 and maybe they're prophetic themselves. Yeah. But they're not, as you mentioned already, in an environment that yeah. cultivates that. Yeah. speak to that how do you again it could be touchy how do you advise those people who are in that situation there's two ways i advise them now now because years ago adrian i used to tell people like you know i used to be so nice with it just wait 
just hold tight. But I just get so many messages of people just going through so much just because they're only trying to just exercise their gift. They've even submitted their gift to the pastor in many cases and they still have gotten rebuked, put down. And I'm just, you know, years ago, I used to say, just hold tight. As long as you get in the word, hang in there, you know, and, and this and that. <laughs> but now me personally, if you prophetic, and you can't prophesy and use your gift in your church. You a tighter, you a sower, you committed to your, you, you, you honorable, you, you know, you, you're not a rebel. I ain't talking to rebels. I'm talking about honorable person who's yes, been obedient to the yes. Lord and you serve your pastors, you show honor and you still can't really flow. And they don't believe in a prophetic. I love you guys, but God bless you. You need to go find another church. I just have to be honest with you. I do not recommend. You, you heard me say it was touchy, right? I know. It was touchy because years ago I used to tell people, hang in there, listen, not, but my goodness, man. I mean, God, he, the, the church is building up the apostles and the prophet. And listen, the, the prophetic is in your church to help your church grow. And what happens a lot of times, this is what I've learned and discerned. When you don't have leaders that believe in a prophetic, sometimes they feel like if they let a prophet flow, then that prophet, people's going to draw, the people will get drawn to the prophet. You see what I'm saying? That's why training is important. Okay. And for me personally, you know, I look at it like this. If some one of my members got something, this, they're sharper into me. I'm going to sit out there for him be like, tell me what you did. Tell me how you learned. I'm going to give them opportunities, especially if it's designed to build the body of Christ up. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So I've been, now let me, let me, let me make sure I cut this real smoothly and tell you, I've been a part of churches that they, they prophesied. There was only one or two people that was allowed to, they had one house prophet. You had to report in with the house prophet. Hey, that's fine too. If you're comfortable with that. I've also been at churches that didn't even believe in a prophetic, but you know what? At, in that season of my life, I needed the word. I still needed the word because one of the things I want to tell you is a prophet that's not in their word is oh, prophets that don't yes. know the Bible and don't know scriptures and don't know and have no prayer life and mean and evil. <laughs> Lord, forgive them. I don't want to be around them type of. I ain't talking about that. Okay, y'all. <laughs> right? I'm talking about yeah. You got to have the word. So I went out in my earlier years. Um, I went to a church that didn't really believe in a prophetic, but I'm telling you, I learned so much about Bible from that church. That's what God gave me for that season. And as a matter of fact, when it was time for me to move on, the pastor even encouraged me. They said, Lenise, you would fit at this church. That church is very prophetic. And so they recognized the gift of God on my life, but the yeah. word, I was so full of the word, man, that I was like, so when I got to the next church to train me in a prophetic, I was just able to move and flow with precision because I had the word inside of me. Yeah. yeah. And that, yeah. that's so key too, because I want to make sure everybody understands what you're saying. Again, she said it. She's not talking about being a rebel. She's not talking about not being, you know, there's some people you can't tell me nothing. I don't have to be under authority. That's dangerous. Right. And what you said is so important. You, you got to know the word because we know that every word from the Lord is going to align with his spirit and with his, his word. There's no prophetic word that is going to contradict the true meaning of scripture. I said, you might not see in scripture, like if I'm holding up my Bible, you might not see a word to say, the Lord said, go get a red card. It's going to be right. blue. But we right. know that God will supply our needs. You need transportation. You need something that God put on your heart. One of the prophets, a prophet I see a car coming for you or whatever, you know? So what I'm saying is the Bible and most it's revelation. A lot of times people look at scripture literally 
and they don't understand interpretation, how to exegete what that scripture is saying and even get to a point of eisegete. You know what I mean? So there's logos, there's Ramos, the Ramos word. There's so much to learn. And I really believe God has us in a season. Let me prophesy this real quick because I did hear this. The Lord told me to tell you, and I'll go right back into what we're doing, Adrian. The Lord told me to tell you, those of you who are listening, we're in a season of deep study for the Lord says the days of divine insight and revelation are now. The Lord says it grieves him when we're in dullness and dryness and we don't grow for God says, this is the season. And this is the hour where I'm going to begin to stretch my people in the word. And I'm going to cause them to begin to mutter, to meditate on my word day and night so that they can begin to find success. And the Lord says, this is the hour where I'll begin to allow my prophets to cry out loud and spare not for the Lord says many of the prophetic people have paid for it in the dark seasons of their life for all the suffering they went through from just trying to be obedient and speak on my behalf so the lord says oh my precious people that are watching on today be open to true authentic prophetic people who have a real lineage a track lineage of excellence a track lineage of honor for i come to use my honorable prophets in this season to begin to speak to your next that's the word of the lord to you wow yes amen amen and, and well, thank you, Jesus. That is such a a contradiction for some people because you know, whether we realize it or not, sometimes, Dr. Denise, we have this mindset like like the Lord. And I'm not just talking about new people, I'm talking about people who've been walking with the Lord. This mindset like Jesus is like arms crossed, doesn't want to move, doesn't want to speak, wants to keep you wandering around in the wilderness. We don't admit it, but I think there's there's some of that 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 can get in there. And, and it hinders, it has to hinder the move of God. I think a lot of people are going to be amazed after they live their 120 years, according to yeah. Genesis 6 and 3. You know what I mean? <laughs> that Jesus is going to be like, I had all this for you. All these greater works I said you would do. And you didn't tap into it because you let a religious system keep you in bondage. You were supposed to be hearing me, but you chose to be hearing your comfort. And one of the things I think, reason why people don't step out, because you do, you receive some rejection. All right. When you step out, I'm going to tell you, being a prophet has not been easy for me. All right. It's, I, it, I make it look easy, but I, I, but I went through a lot of rejection, a lot of misunderstanding, just trying to obey. To be honest with you, Adrian, as I said before, I mind my business, enjoy my new husband yeah. and my house and just be like, I love y'all. God bless y'all. But I'm right. just trying to obey and do what I'm trying to be about my father's business. I didn't call myself. God called me to be a prophet. You know what I mean? And so I'm just stepping into it. If God called you into something that you need to, you need to listen, you need to become a master in it, no matter what it is. If he told you to do something, he put you in a vocation, he put you in an office, you need to master that office. So there's a lot of persecution that, you know, prophets go through. I mean, look in the Bible and even as we don't go through the persecution that they went through. Okay. But we do go through, you gotta, you gotta press through rejection. You gotta press through, you know, if you're a prophet and you never missed it prophetically, everything you prophesied come to pass. Now, one thing I will notice, the longer I've been prophesying and the more I prophesy, I've gotten more accurate than I've ever been in my life. When I first started, I missed it a lot, but I, I'm sure I miss it too now. I'm, I hope I don't, but I'm if I'm a prophet and I ain't never missed it, but you got to be quick enough to say I missed it. It's very rare that I miss it now. All right. But that I do miss it. There's been things I prophesied and it didn't go, go the way that we thought it was going to go. You know, and sometimes people got to understand, you know, prophetic they need to understand the prophetic and the way it uh it operates prophetic lingo prophetic understanding in terms of you could prophesy and say hey um 
the Lord might show you something about somebody and maybe a relative died, but you, you heard that they would maybe walk out of it. Well, see, walk out of it may mean they're going to walk out and go to heaven, but some, the relative might mean they're going to live. You see what I'm saying? I mean, we got to understand like prophetic, uh, you know, uh, literacy, what does that really mean? I mean, in the, in, if we look at revelations, we all going to hell according to revelations. But if you really exegete revelation, it's not really mostly about that. So oh. I think it's just a matter of studying the word. I believe we're coming into a season of sharp study. I'm stretching, I'm, te- I'm preaching to the choir because I'm yeah. I'm stretching myself too. You know what I mean? And so, so yeah, but well, uh, there's so much more to teach on, but keep going. Yeah, well, as evidence of your prophetic gift, I was going, but I was going there to ask you about missing it. And <laughs> you, you, you need to it, prophetess. <laughs> yeah, man, listen, if you a prophet and you ain't never missed it, show me what you doing, okay? And, this, and that's why, that's why, Dr. Lenise, I believe the house of the Lord has to be a safe place. It's, it, 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 am I wrong to think that you sort of practice, so to speak, in a place, you know, because God wants to use the prophetic, not just in the four walls of the church, right? right. But in the house, there's got to be a certain grace to allow people to exercise that. And if you miss it, you miss it. You ain't Jesus, right? I mean, like, we don't, we don't want to go around missing it and messing stuff right. up. Absolutely. You know, but, but we're, we, we sometimes miss it, right? No, listen, you know, one of the things that we do in my training, okay, in the training I come from, all right, we create a risk culture. That means we give you opportunity to miss it. That's why people need to practice in the prophetic and train. The more you trained in your spirit, man, the stronger your spirit. The Bible one says the spirit of a man will even sustain them in bodily sickness. So can you imagine when your spirit is strong, you get stronger prophetically because you can be more in tune and you begin to discern. You can move, you know, by the revelation gifts, discerning of spirits. You know, you can be able to like, man, word of wisdom, you get sharper in these particular giftings. So it's important for us to develop our spirit. And I see so many people with an under underdeveloped spirit. They go to church, they depend on the pastor to do all the teaching, to do all the studying. They do absolutely nothing with the scripture. They, I'm not knocking the daily bread. They read a little daily bread and that's about all they get. Come on, guys, it's much more than that. But the scriptures are inexhaustible. There's so much to learn about God. There's so much hidden right in plain sight that we got. We Listen, we got to dig. And the reason why God wants us to dig for these hidden treasures, because he love us so much. Somebody you love for, you just fall deeper in love. And the more you study, you'd be like, oh, I'm so much more in love with you. Because you get more revelation of how much God loves you. The more I study, I get more revelation of how much God God loves me. Because there's so much in scripture that we're not even seeing right now. So I can go on and on about that. But yes, we have to create a risk culture. That's why training is important. Create a place where people, how do people get better? All right. It's like Adrian, you and I used to play basketball. You know what I mean? And um, we got better because we practice. We got sharper because we practice. People need to be able to practice. That's why training is so important. Well, that's why I'm glad that you're here and I'm glad that yeah. you're doing what you're doing. And like I said, some of this is foreign to some people and some people are like, you know, I, I ask people if this doesn't, this is not what you're familiar with and you are inclined to go, uh, I don't know. I ask you to meditate when I don't say that freaky meditation, but the Bible talks about true meditation, meditate on what she's saying. She's speaking the word, look in the scriptures and if you're truly, truly desiring to, to know what God is saying about this, I have to believe, Dr. Lenise, that he's not going to leave people hanging. That when you truly have a desire to know all that God has for you, he will help you get the understanding that you need. Because we're all in a, we're all growing. We're all learning. Right. Absolutely. No, seriously, Adrian. I mean, 
That's why God meets us at our desire. You know what I mean? And we have to exercise, as I said earlier, if you look at first Timothy chapter four, verse seven, it, it says that it says that we need to exercise godliness. The word, the Greek word for exercise there or train is the word gymnazo, J-G-Y-M-A-Z-O, all right? And this word comes from the word gym. This word really literally means wow. to, check this out. It means to practice naked. If you go study it wow. out. And I ain't, ain't talking about you playing basketball naked. And it's talking about practicing <laughs> naked as far as the word is concerned. So yeah. this mean, word means to take off everything that will hinder you in exercising and practicing the prophetic by giving someone a prophetic word. Get rid of the fear. You know what I mean? And one, that's why one of the reasons why I prophesy every day. All right, I try not to miss a day because, it, uh, you know, in doing it, I become more stirred. You know what I mean? And the scripture talks about um, exhorting and um, exercising daily. You know what I mean? Hebrews chapter three, verse 13 says, but exhort one another daily. Come on, somebody. Yes. While, while it is called today, like I don't have to wait till tomorrow, lest any one of you be heartened through the deceitfulness of sin. Because, you know, we'll just say, oh, I, I, I'll encourage them later. I'll, I don't want to prophesy. They let fear get in the way and all that. The scripture tells us to exhort every, uh, everyone as much as we can daily. The word exhort here is used to speak of prophesying according to first corinthians chapter 14 verse 3 but he that prophesies speaketh unto men to edification exhortation and comfort we should exhort one another daily adrian because listen we are developing our spirit and training it to stay connected to the supernatural the prophetic is connected to the supernatural all right you can do so you can do so by prophesying and exhorting every day it's supernatural when you can speak a word to somebody and don't even know the person that's a supernatural act and i think if people would be getting to see that the prophetic is in the supernatural realm they'll be wanting to be more excited about stepping into it because remember the more you do a thing the better you become for instance i mentioned to you earlier about acts 15 32 that talks about apollo's class prophet it says judas and silas being prophets themselves they exhorted the brethren with many words so if judas and silas all right were dutified Acting in their prophetic office, there is no doubt that they were exhorted with many words by prophesying. So it's important, guys. We just got to be willing to get naked, let go of our pride, let go of uh, how we feel, how we might look. All right, you're going to be criticized. Okay, it's, it comes with the packets. In my many years that I've walked in the prophetic office, I've often heard people say, you know, people prophesy too much. God don't have that much to say. <laughs> we've all heard these comments and criticisms that really have really they have no basis in scripture adrian all right they, there's nothing that says that you prophesy too much <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean first corinthians chapter 14 verses 16 through 17 else it says else when thou shalt bless with thy with the with the spirit how shall he that occupied the room of the unlearned say amen at the giving of thanks seeing he understood if not what thou said so the greek word here for unword unlearned is the word i'm not saying this this is the bible saying this guys but it's a strong word the greek word here in this scripture this over here in first corinthians chapter 14 16 through 17 is the word unlearned it also means ignorant right yeah and it also can be um, pronounced as idios i-d-i-o-t-e-s idios I, 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 I ain't say it. The word, 
the word right that's what the words say that word while is very strong but it's what the scripture says so in acts 15 and 32 when it talks about judas and silas you know it really was really sharing a story because judas and silas had been sent on a mission to strengthen and encourage the churches at that time when they arrived they had what we call a confirmation service that means they prophesied to everyone this is yeah. an apostolic and prophetic service where many prophets prophetic words are released over the people and gifts flow and are imparted so there's so much I can go on. I know we're kind of where we're at for time. Adrian, I'm not even halfway where I wanted to I'm be saying, on the subject. So I'll I'm just keep coming so back as long as you bring yes. me back. <laughs> we're going to have you back. I was just going to say that. I know for the sake of time, I got to honor your time too. Um, but man, you could go on and on. And we we, we got to have you back. And Absolutely. Tell, us, tell us something that you're going to talk about when you come back. Because there's a topic you and I have talked about. And, and I want you to tell us what, you, what you're going to touch on next time. Absolutely. All right, guys, I'll try my best to kind of wrap up some more on the prophetic. All right. So uh, you guys can just camp out, take what I had. I don't teach anything I can't prove scripturally. All right. I know it's going to challenge the religious folks because especially if you don't believe in the prophetic, I love you. God bless you. I don't know what to tell you. Go go back to the word because the prophets yeah. and the apostles build the church. That's the, that's the foundation right there. But one of the other things I want to talk about is female pastors, guys. All right. We want, we're going to dive into that. And um, you'll be surprised. Some things I'm going to share with you, they're all biblical. They're all in the scripture. This is nothing I made up. All right. And so we're going to talk about that. All right. And by the way, I believe in the female apostles and the pastors. So that just to give you a little well, bit we, of, we, of where I'm going. Okay. We would expect that apostle, Dr. Lenise. All <laughs> right. So we that's would, that. and that's such an important and a very, very, um, it's a very fascinating uh, conversation for many yes. people, and uh, it has been since the, since the beginning of time, I imagine. Would you tell us about your conference coming up again? Absolutely. Thank you, Adrian, so much. Listen, guys, I have a conference come on this, a branded under unapologetically prophetic, all right, um, dot net. You guys can go to www.unapologeticallyprophetic.net and you guys can register. Check it out, guys. In the evening, all the sessions are free. Okay. We will take an offering. I got to pay these speakers. Okay. But we will be having training on the prophetic. I've got so many masters of the prophetic coming from all over the country, guys. And so from 8 a.m. to uh, 12 noon, it's going to be training. The dates are May 26th, 27th and 28th. The 26th will open up with my very own apostle, Chief Apostle Joseph Prude. It's going to be phenomenal. We're going to have a good time. I'll be doing an ordination service to people to sit up under my network. And then Friday night, that evening, we're going to have a millennial service. We're going to let the millennials get loose and end the conference, okay? So the service will end and it'll go back up for the millennials and we'll just stand back and let them roll and we'll support them. Then coming back, because I believe in impartation for the next generation as well. All right. And then on Saturday, we'll start at 8 a.m. We'll have We'll have taught prophetic. We'll have everything prophetic, guys. You can think about. We're going to talk about prophetic scribes, prophetic intercession, prophetic art, prophetic dance. We're going to support it all in scripture. There's so much prophetic, how to sing prophetically, um, just everything, everything prophetic we're going to have where we do prophetic activations for people to never prophesy to get you activated in the prophetic. It's just going to be, I got a slew of people from all over the country coming. There's over 25 breakout speakers on all these different rounds, everything prophetic. It's going to be so phenomenal. And then um, we'll have so many other speakers from all over the country that's going to be coming. Later on that night though, at 7 p.m., I, I excuse me, we'll take lunch. And then from one to four, I have 
have a couple more speakers, Apostle Sandy Norman, Apostle Darlene Turner is going to be there as well. Not to mention all the 25 different apostles, pastors, prophets from all over the country that's coming during the breakout sessions as well. All right. I, I will get in trouble if I start naming names. All right. But in that night, um, the one and only globally internationally known Apostle John Eckhart, who wrote Prayers the Right, wrote uh, uh, Routes Demons, who have sold over 1 million copies, who does, who's been training in the prophetic for so many years, over 30, 40 years now. He's going to be ministering that night at 7 p.m. And after he gets done, we're going to um, have a little birthday party for me. This is my 50th birthday, Adrian. I'm so excited. We'll have a little gathering, just fellowship a time together. We might, it only might be 35, 40 minutes because depending on how long we go at the uh, seven o'clock service. And then that sa Sunday, we're going to come back to my apostles church. Um, it's, uh, it's New Hope Fellowship Church over there at 16100 Euclid Avenue in East Cleveland, Ohio. All right, we're going to meet Ambassador Sophia Ruffin Wilson. She's going to be opening up um, at the 1230 service. And then that evening, we got a really strong word of knowledge prophet. I love this young man. His name is Francis Apanga, and he is from Ghana, Africa. He's going to be ministering. I've never saw nobody as sharp and prophetic as him. He, he's probably the highest I saw moving it. So I bought the top heavy hitters that I know in my inner circle. There's about four or five people I could have got. So I'm going to get them on schedule next year. I already talked to them for next year, but looking forward. I would love for you guys to come. All right. You can go register at www unapologeticallyprophetic.net, okay? And um, I would love to see you. Adrian, thank you so much. I love you. I love working with you. You are fun. You're energetic. You're. I love everything about your show. It's phenomenal. You are just like off the chain. Let me give you the word of the Lord and then I'm gonna be quiet. Adrian, I heard the Lord tell me to tell you. He said, for those of you that will believe in you, and those of you who will invest in Adrian, God says, I'm going to, I'm going to begin to bless you. I'm going to increase you. For those of you who believe in the work that my servant is doing, for the Lord says she's doing it out of obedience. And the Lord says, Adrian, he said, I come to bless your obedience. The Lord says, I use all different streams of ways that I can communicate. So the Lord says, I'm going to bless and blow on this podcast. And I see somebody great watching this one day that's going to help you get to your next. But the Lord says, be willing and obedient. You're going to eat the good of the land. He said, don't be discouraged by your low numbers. He said, because one day it's going to be overflowing. It's going wow. to be overflowing. The Lord says, I come to overflow your cup. He said, your diligence is going to be key to your next. And I heard the Lord say, I, I, I sense that there's people that's been watching. I heard the Lord say, continue to encourage uh, my servant, continue to sow into her when I prompt you to do so. God says, if you would bless her, I'll continue to bless you even the more. That's the word of the Lord to you. Thanks, Adrian. I love being on your show. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Before you go, I want you to pray over okay. what you just um, pray for those who don't know the Lord okay. and pray concerning the prophetic, just a quick prayer. And I'm going to let you run out of here. sister. All Thank right. You. Sounds good. Listen, the scripture says that if we confess our sins to one another and believe that the Lord Jesus died for us, we shall be saved. It's just that simple. If you are watching and you're like, you know what? I'm not saved. I just want you to repeat after me, dear Jesus, I'm a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart. I repent. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. Amen. Guess what? You just got born again. Also, if you're watching, you're in a back state, slit and state. You're like, I don't deserve to be listening to this. I feel all convicted. This girl, she's talking about the prophetic and all this other stuff. The Lord said he love you. He said, I love the prodigals. He said, my love, I come to draw you back in love today. Listen, this is your opportunity to rededicate your life back to Lord. So just repeat after me as well. All right, dear Lord. Thank you. Did you love me? Thank you. Did you forgave me? 
I just rededicate my love and my life back to you in Jesus name. Amen. God bless you. If you guys got saved, let my girl know. God bless you. <laughs> yes, God bless you. Thank you so much for everything you just poured into us. God continue to bless you and uh, look forward to having you back again on the Adrian Ross show. Thank you. Thank you so much, Adrian. This is awesome. Love you. Love you. God bless you. God bless. That was such a good episode. I am so appreciative of Dr. Lanise Reynolds. I appreciate her experience. I appreciate her anointing. I appreciate her pouring into us. So I encourage you to chew on what she said. Listen again, watch again. Go to the scripture she's talking about, right? Seek the Lord about what she's saying. It's powerful. Also, if you missed part one, that was powerful. Also, make sure you go check out part one of Unapologetically Prophetic with Dr. Lanise Reynolds. And when we have her back, you don't want to miss that either. Tell somebody about it, all right? All right. As always, I encourage you to go to the BMG Network, thebmgnetwork.com. Check out the other podcasters there. We are engaging, enlightening, informative, and entertaining. All right. Go to adrianross.substack.com. Also, go to my Substack and subscribe. I ask you to be a subscriber to support what we're doing. There's a truth that needs to get out there. There's censoring that's going on. There's silencing that's going on. And I ask you to stay behind those of us who are willing to fight the fight. We need your support. AdrianRoss.substack.com. Go to a major, a major podcast platform, please, and subscribe there. Write a review. Leave a five-star rating, all right? Tell other people about it. I need your support. There's work to do, and I have my hands in that work, and I can use your support. All right. So again, thank you for tuning in to the Adrian Ross show. We will catch you next time. God bless you.